Welcome back to Slant Talk. Now your hosts. I hate it so much. It just like upsets me every time I hear it. Hi everyone. Welcome to Slayer Talk. With the Crypt Keeper. It's played by uh what the fuck is his name? Uh <laughs> not your name, I know your name. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken <laughs> as the Crypt Keeper. That's who does our intro, apparently. My name is Perk. With me as always is my nitpicking girlfriend. Oh no, girl. that's not a nit. It's much bigger than a nit. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? It's September 22nd, 1997. Not a fan, huh? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because I thought it was the 23rd. Okay, sure. It's the 23rd. I don't know. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, what what's going on? How you doing? Uh, we just watched Buffy. Why don't you? Why, I don't understand what you don't like about it. It's awful. What is awful about it? Because it sounds like a combination of Christopher Walken. Uh-huh. And the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, it's supposed to be Christopher Walken. It's not good. It's it's upsetting. Why? Because it is. I don't like it. It just is. You don't like my Christopher Walken impersonation? I don't want your Christopher Walken impersonation trying to introduce our Buffy. Well, what do you want to do? I'll think about it. I came up with something good for Beverly Hills now, too, and I'll come up with something good for this. Yeah, yeah you did. Did like totally time for nine up to correct because it is totally time for Buffy. Next week I'll have something else. Good, and I'll have someone else too, and then they can vote. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's not a bad idea. All right, we'll do dueling intros, and you guys can vote. Ugh. So tell us about. Buffy. At least, Buffy. At least there were vampires in this episode, even if they weren't the primary For antagonist. So, I mean, I got to give it that. I should. That's how I should introduce it. What? No time for Buffy. No. <laughs> I also don't like like your screaming in the microphone either that you do. But you what's know. screaming? Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) you're looking at me like you're mad now. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Tell us about Buffy. It's, like I said, they started out in a uh, cemetery with actual vampires, so that was something. But uh, she's waiting for the vampire to wake up, and that's kind of similar to something that happened in the Buffy movie. A vampire named Stefan. Yeah. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Anne. Anne. If it was Ian, would it be Stephen? Yes. Like Stephen King. But, yeah, so she's waiting for Stefan to wake up. Mm-hmm. And Angel 
comes walking up and is like, oh, I thought you'd be with Xander. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, what's his name? Angle comes in. Yeah. And, yeah. He, I, I don't understand this. The last season, they were they supposedly hashed this out where they can't be together or right. whatever. But now they're doing this whole love triangle, Ross, Rachel, <laughs> fucking vampire style. Yeah. Well, I mean, they need to drag it out for the credits, I guess. Or the credits. <laughs> Not, not credits. What is it called? Ratings? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's okay. They get credits for <laughs> each rating point they get. The credits can be used in the company store. Sure. The WB company <laughs> store. You can get a, a, a stuffed Michigan J frog. That's why uh, fucking Sarah Michelle Geller has 20 Michigan J frogs in her house. Sure. That that works. Michigan J frog is the the name of the mascot for Warner Brothers. Television. Oh, really? It's that frog with the Michigan J? Yeah, with the cane and the top hat. That's that's the name of that frog. Why is it called Michigan? That's his name. But okay. Michigan J frog. But we live in the state of Michigan. And I have never. Dude, should they have consulted us? But no. <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> I've just never met anybody named Michigan. That's weird. I've never. And, I've never met a sentient frog either. Well, and I don't think like the Warner Brothers aren't in Michigan, right? No, they're not. So, like, why? I don't know. Why did Tennessee Ernie Ford name himself Tennessee? He didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> Didn't his parents name him? I don't think his real name was Tennessee Ernie oh. Ford. Well, what about Tennessee Williams? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a better sounding name than Michigan. Wow. Don't you think? It's really racist to our state. What? It's not. I don't know why they named him. They, they came up with a name. I mean, I, I mean, why is he named Mickey Mouse? By the way, Mickey is a nickname. Right? Four. And you use nicknames with friends. Uh-huh. I'm no friend of Michael Mouse. Okay. Sure. Although, I think he's supposed to be young. And, like, sometimes young people have nicknames instead of real names. Because, yeah. I don't know, they don't want to sound adult. Sure. And Michael sounds kind of adult. Right? I suppose. <laughs> like Michael Myers. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't call him Mickey Myers. No, only when he was killing his sister in whatever year that was. Right. You know, the the beginning of that movie where he's holding that knife in that clown costume, Ugh. and then the camera slowly pulls out while his parents just stare at him and say nothing. <laughs> really weird long shot for no reason. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Buffy. Yep. She's waiting for Stefan to rise, and Angel comes up, and he's all jealous. And, like... Angel's rising. Because <laughs> he sees her. She's like, what, because I danced with him? And he's like, that wasn't dancing. That was mating. Right. <laughs> Which, that's a little extreme. I mean... She wanted to make him jealous, and she succeeded. Like I said, it was, like, dry humping on the dance floor, yes, right. but not sex. 
Angel's taking it a little too far. Well, it's been a, a couple hundred years since he's Oh, he had, forgot how it goes. He had sex, so. Yeah, could be. So, yeah, they're all, like, flirty, and then she kills the vampire. and Not before Angel almost fucks it up. He gets, like, hit in the face with a shovel and, and everything of the vampire. You don't remember that? He gets knocked down. He tries to help her. I didn't remember him getting hit in the face, no. He does. It sounds like a cartoon. And then she, it's so funny sometimes. Now, I, I like Sarah Michelle Gellar. I think she's great in the show. This is not like a real big criticism or anything. But I think it's funny sometimes when they're having fight scenes. It's like you can see Sarah Michelle Gellar be like, oh, my mark's here. Get, just get over to my mark. <laughs> Jump, you know, and then I, we can go. You know, kind of, kind of <laughs> that, that happened in this fight. Oh, that's funny. So then she falls in an open grave. Yeah. Which was weird. And it took a minute to really figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah, because I was like, what do they just leave fucking open graves lying around? Yeah. What the fuck? But apparently this one had been dug up. Mm-hmm. I want to see what a grave site looks like when it's been dug up, really. With a shovel. Not with whatever tools they use in a graveyard, right? A backhoe. I don't think it would look... As perfect. It did look really good. As this did. I mean, it's a fresh corpse, but still. I'm not talking about the corpse. I'm talking about the hole in the ground. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, the the coffin looks nice probably because it was a fresh corpse. Right. But, yeah, the hole is just, it's pristine. Yeah, it's just a perfect rectangle in the ground. And what I think is weird is... We later find out that there's, you know, a couple little scamps grave robbing. And they don't re they don't rebury this one. They don't shovel the dirt back in, yeah. right? But they did for the other two. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe it's because Buffy uh happened upon them, like they took off real quick or something. You think they heard the commotion? Maybe. I mean if it had just happened, so Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The ground was still gored with her shoe print, so. Yeah, well, Buffy found her shoe, and she's like, they didn't rise from the grave. They were dragged. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) And then, like, later, when she tells Giles, like, he looks so fucking happy. Yeah. It's like, oh, grave robbing? Fascinating. Like. What the fuck was that? He's got some funny lines in this episode. Yeah. Giles. But yeah, he just, he looks like he must be really bored. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you be? No. No. He's got all those books. Yeah, but he's talking to chairs. (laughs) Yeah, he's practicing uh, asking out Miss Calendar. Yeah. Which was super cute. It's a weird name. I think him and Miss Calendar are very cute together. Yeah, they look fine. No, I don't mean like they look cute. I mean like they are cute together. Like their lines and stuff and like the little expressions and you know, they're they're just a cute couple. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, I like them. But yeah, so the <laughs> the kids come upon him talking to nobody, practicing asking out Miss Calendar and then they're like, uh Do we need to explain the birds and the bees and and Buffy's like, uh, just ask her how she feels about Mexican and then pay for dinner. Like, he doesn't know how to date at all. But, I mean, he's 50, right? So I don't know how old he is. 
he has to know how to do this. It can't be his first date. She says, ask how you feel about Mexican. He's like, Mexicans? <laughs> yeah. It was weird. But then it's like, do you think Miss Calendar knew he was trying to ask her out? Probably. Because he was so nervous. Yeah. So she just basically asks him out. She bails him out. Yeah. Come watch football with me because I guess it, in addition to being a techno pagan, the fuck that is, she's also really into football for some reason. It's weird. She's a weird lady. Yeah. So yeah, she's like, we can get some food on the way. How about Mexican? And he thinks it's amusing that Americans think football so masculine when they're putting on a bunch of protective equipment to play rugby. Yeah, that's weird. And like like I asked I asked you because I don't know anything about rugby. Did you? I did. Okay. So why don't we uh tell them about that? Sure, go ahead. But like is rugby and football like really similar? They're similar. yeah, they're they're fairly similar. But they don't wear any protective gear. No. They so they use a football, like I mean it's bigger. But they, okay. but they use a ball that looks a lot like a football. American football basically derived from rugby, but they mm. changed a lot of the rules. And they specialized more. In football, it's more specialized. Okay. Like they have an offensive line and a defensive line. Like an offensive line, they're big, like really big guys. A lot of times like overweight guys, mm-hmm. really big and strong, right? They specialize in that in protecting or pushing other players that's a very specialized job. And running back is supposed to run. Wide receiver is supposed to run and catch the ball. Quarterback is supposed to throw. They, they all specialize in something else, right? Rugby, it's, they're, they're all kind of the same player. They're all sort of running back and receivers. And so in some ways it's more brutal. In some ways it's less brutal. But basically... The way you advance a ball in rugby, I don't know a lot about rugby, mm. but the way you advance a ball in rugby, you can kick in any direction. As okay. I understand it. You can, at any time, any player that's got the ball can just throw the ball in the air and kick it, and they can kick it forward to try to get it closer to the opponent's goal, right? But you can only pitch it, like throw it backwards. Okay. So if you're running with the ball, you can throw it to somebody behind you, and then they can try to get a goal, and then the other the other side tries to stop you by tackling you. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I find it weird and interesting that, like, we gear up and they don't, and it seems kind of dumb, but whatever. So, at this football game, Cordelia gets snatched from under the bleachers. That's true. She is, While while drinking some Gatorade. (laughs) Nice product placement there. And, like... See what you're doing, Joss Whedon. Prior to her getting snatched there, she almost got snatched from the locker room. Right. And Buffy saved her. And she's like, oh, it's fine. I'll just stay here. Yeah. She's like, I got to go be in the pyramid. I'm the apex. Like, Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. That means the top. Okay. But, like, what? (laughs) The top top person on the pyramid. She needs to work on her priorities in life is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I understand. And the reason she's trying to get snatched here, well, she's not, she's not trying, trying to. to, but there are people no, trying please, to snatch please her. Please don't, please don't <laughs> get that, me. Is because um, 
some dude's football playing brother got killed. He did. In a car accident or something? Something. And this kid decided to bring him back to life because he's a mad scientist high school student who has that power. A scientist, yeah. He's Frank. He Frankenstein's his brother. Yeah, and then promised his brother he wouldn't have to be alone, so he's building him a woman from parts because there was a car accident with three teenage girls. Right. Oh, I thought it was funny too because she looked at the grave, right, and she's like, "Yeah, you know who it was? It was whatever Meadow Meadowlark. I don't know what her name was." Joan Meadowlark or something like that. The name of the victim. Oh, okay. The, the sure. open grave that she found. Sure, sure. And she's like, you, you recognize her, Xander? She died recently? He's like, no. He's like, she was our age. And Xander's like, someone our age dies every week. <laughs> Not really narrow it down. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I guess she was at a different school or whatever. They did have a funny line, too. She was like, yeah, three you know, teenagers. You know what that means? At this rival school, it was like they might actually beat us for body count this year. That was funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, so the they're stitching together parts of women for his brother because they're making a bride of Frankenstein. So I'm wondering, is it because the girls in the car accident were all mangled and they needed to stitch them together? Yeah, I don't understand why <laughs> they couldn't just get one woman and bring her back to life. I mean, they, they talk about how the formaldehyde that they use in the embalming process and everything speeds up cellular degeneration of neurons in the brain, so they need a very fresh head. But it's like, you could just take anybody's body, right? I mean, I get like I get the impression what this dude did is fucking custom-made. It's, it's weird science. Yeah. He custom-made his... He's like, I want her boobs. I want her butts. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And so, though, the the beginning of the episode, this one creepy little dude's running around with a camera taking Dude, pictures. Of all the women in school. Yeah, and he gets a picture of Buffy and Cordelia and, uh, fuck, what's her name? Willow. Yeah. And so, at one point, they just lay out these three photos, and they're like, which one do you want? And they're going to go kill them. And it's it's Cordelia. Yeah. Well, Cordelia's head. And he's like, oh, good taste. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think she's that much fucking prettier than Buffy. I don't think she's necessarily that, like, prettier at all, honestly. I mean, like, maybe a little. I don't know. I think either one would be an acceptable choice. <laughs> not, so, not Willow. So, and, <laughs> so anybody out there... Looking to cut off a head. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller or Charisma Carpenter is fine. <laughs> well, I'm just stay away from Allison Hannigan. I mean, she's pretty-ish, but she's not as pretty as they are. Agreed. But I think they are equally pretty. Just in the face, though. So discount the body, because all you're getting is the head. Right. I don't know. At one point, when they, they have her, they have... What's her name? Cordelia. Cordelia. So, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. And the guy's like, don't worry. You're just going to go to sleep. And when you wake up, you'll be in the body of a 17-year-old. Well, several 17-year-olds. And then he lifts up the sheet so she can see this, you know, monstrosity. Stitch together fucking... And I love... They, they really gloss over this, too. I mean, all they say is, like, oh, he wins first place in the science fair every year. Uh-huh. But there's a big leap from building the best 
baking soda volcano. Right? To reanimating a fucking human being. <laughs> like, once he did this, he should have gone to the government and be like, oh, I defeated death, by the way. Right? Do you want to learn how? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. They cured death in this world. Kind of. I mean, he's a freakish looking guy. But. Well, and I don't think he's like... I don't think it's all him. He seems pretty evil. You know? Like, oh, I wonder man. if he was evil when he was alive. Being reanimated makes you evil. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's like, desperate to normal. fuck. Yeah. He's a 19 year old. It's gross. He's 19, you know? Makes Ugh. sense. So basically, they're, they're, all they're evil kidna- when their plan is to sex. Right? Their plan is to kidnap her, cut off her head, reanimate her, and then have her be raped repeatedly. Oh, <laughs> He's like, because, you know. Yep, that's their plan. <laughs> Because she won't say no because she'll look like me, but that's not true, dude. Sounds bad when you put it that way. <laughs> it sounded great before. Like, <laughs> oh. oh, my God. The other thing, too, is like, like kind of like you were saying, just get a regular live human. It doesn't need to be a stitched together corpse. Right? Find somebody that's willing to fuck a reanimated corpse. Find a necrophilia. There will be somebody out there. Right. Does his dick work? I guess. I mean, the rest of him seems to work. And he gets a custom order that. Ugh. <laughs> so gross. So, yeah. So they stole her, and then, of course, she gets saved again, because she's always getting saved by these people. Yeah, well, now it seems like she's a much bigger part of this gang. Yeah, well, and at one point she was being followed in a parking lot by Angel. Yeah. But she thought it might have been a bad guy. Well, we all did. Because all we saw was black shoes. Right. So she jumped in a dumpster. Yeah, weird. I can't imagine last season's Cordelia jumping in a dumpster. I think she'd be like, I'll die. Yeah. And then she's like, hold on, I'm stuck. She's trying to get out. And it's a a hand. Mm -hmm. They found a bunch of parts at the school. By the way, stupid place to dispose of the body parts that you cut off these people well that's how they figured out where to look yeah right but it's funny because there's a really funny line when they're talking about why buffy's like why kidnap three bodies just to cut them up and throw them in there and he goes uh i didn't see uh enough for three (laughs) complete women (laughs) Like, how much of an inventory did you do here? Right. <laughs> I only count four boobs, so no. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. But. This, this episode was funnier than a lot of the episodes have been. Well, it's only the second episode of the season. Maybe the season will be funnier. We'll it's have to see. snarkier. But, yeah, I think uh, Giles and Miss Carpenter are going to continue dating. I hope so. She, she mentioned a second date. I, I feel like. Something bad's going to happen, though. Oh, I, I hope know. not. I just I worry that something's bad. I mean, the one principal got eaten. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just remember the, the, the new principal being like, that kind of behavior gets you eaten. <laughs> like, they know he got eaten, and everyone's just fucking okay with this. It's so weird. Well, you know what? People uh, people will just adjust to anything eventually. I, I guess so. <laughs> They've adjusted to living on the Hellmouth. But there's uh, 
I'm going to say there's another funny part at the end of the episode. So Xander ends up saving Cordelia from the monster. Yes. And he gets, he dies in a fire along with somebody else, right? I was distracted. I missed the actual. I feel like somebody else died, but maybe not. I think it was just the body. Yeah. The, 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 The brother. No, the brother didn't die. die. The, the stitched together brother? Yeah, he's, he died, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I think the body, he just went with the body. Yeah, so... Like, this the, is fine. Scrab the body. The two murderous uh, high school students are still there. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to them. Nothing. But... It's the hell mouth. I'll just go to school in the morning like it's no big deal. I guess. But, anyway, so afterwards, he's talking to... Because... Giles and Mrs. Calendar, or Miss Calendar, or whatever the fuck, I don't know, Playboy Calendar, or whatever her first name is. She said uh, to call her by her first name. Julie, I don't know. Because uh, Miss Calendar is her dad, so that makes you wonder. That was funny. Too. It's a funny joke. She's uh, she's an interesting, interesting person. But anyway, so they they're together now, and... Xander says to Willow, he's like, everybody's pairing off. And he goes, do you ever feel like it's a, life's a game of musical chairs and you're the, you know, the last two without a, you know, a seat or whatever. She's like, yeah, all the time. And Cordelia, I always forget her name. Yeah. Comes up and she's like, oh, thank you for saving me. Xander was so brave. And she's all being like super nice to him and everything. And he just looks at her and he's like, yeah, can you see we're having a conversation here? She just walks away, and he turns to Willow. He's like, what were we talking about? And she's like, why we're uh, single. And he's like, yeah. So <laughs> very funny. It was a very funny setup payoff yeah, for that joke. It was cute. So, But, I mean, all in all, it was an enjoyable episode. Maybe the best episode they've done yet, I think. Really? And, and Buffy was back to being normal again, which was good. Back to kicking ass again. She's also back to wanting to uh, hump. Angel, though, yes, yeah. you know that Whatever. concerns me. I guess. Remember when he he said something about Xander being a kid? She's like, "Does that mean I'm a kid too?" Like, yeah, he doesn't answer. Does he want to fuck kids? He just walks away. She is the she's seventeen. And he's like a hundred or four hundred or whatever. Two hundred and something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. Gross. It is. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> uh anyway, so I think this is like I said, my favorite my favorite episode. So if I, I think the show's getting. It's growing on me. It's finding its stride. But yeah, it was a good episode, and I think that's all I have to say about it. Okay. Oh, despite the fact, that's what I was going to say. Despite the fact that it's sort of hackneyed that the plot of this was Frankenstein. I mean, it's, it's simply, it's basically just Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. But I don't know. They made it interesting. It was more interesting than than it should have been. They did good. But yeah, that's the episode. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yeah. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.